there. We're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to hopefully brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rindon. And I am Amy Nalawai. And this is A World of Hopes. Well, here we are facing the final few days of June, believe it or not. Uh, I feel like this month has completely flown by, but it definitely feels like we are in the thick of summer. How, How are you surviving the crazy hot weather up there? Yeah, dude, I am barely surviving. Thank God for air conditioning is all I can say because, dude, yesterday alone, it topped out at 108 and that is ridiculously hot. <laughs> so I'm just counting my blessings that, uh, yeah, that I have some air conditioning. Uh, on top of the heat, by the way, I'm in the middle of moving. So that uh, that's exciting and fun. Well, doesn't that sound pleasant? That sounds... It's just as fun as it sounds, yeah. Yeah. It sounds horrible. It yeah. to be yeah. you. <laughs> Pretty much. That's my mantra in life. I'm I'm saying it with a smile. I'm saying it with a smile. Oh, man. No, yeah, it definitely was uh, the timing, you know, as as luck would have it. Yeah, the timing not so great. Yeah, it could have been a little better. Yeah, I will be very glad when this move is over. So, fingers crossed, this time next week should all be done in the new place and uh, hopefully settled for a while. (laughs) I'd prefer not to move for a little bit. Well, at least at least it'll be done soon. That's the silver lining. Yeah. 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 It'll be done soon. Although I, I checked the weather and apparently uh, it's going to top out at 110 uh, next week. So that's going to be the hottest day. Yeah. What What is it? My sister is up in Oregon and I feel like everybody in the Pacific Northwest is talking about, you know, the crazy heat wave that they're having. The same, like, yeah. high temperatures right now. Well, the, the worrisome thing is it's so early in the season, too. Right, <laughs> so, right. Like, the hottest right. months are still to come. And we're like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's definitely been uh, indoor weather. That's for sure. The talk of Southern California has been the the crazy tides right now with the with the moon and it's that uh, you know I guess the same thing happened last year with the crazy tides. I don't know. That's, those crazy tides. Yeah, I mean, the people who live on the beach in their multi-million dollar fancy homes, darn them, getting slammed with waves. It's the price you pay for the view, I guess, right? Not that I paid too much attention to the news, but that's all I... Oh, and cows. Cows got loose. Wow, cows and tides, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A herd of cows escaped <laughs> someplace in Pico Rivera, I think. Oh, my gosh. It was like, that's what the, the hot news was. People chasing cows. Wow. It sounds like that would be the Idaho news. <laughs> <laughs> right? What is wrong with this picture? But uh, no, that's that's the bit of news that I've clung to the past few days. <laughs> Very exciting. Very oh, exciting. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, speaking of news, I think this is the time for us to switch gears and talk about some hope. What do you think? 
I think you're right. And you know what? I think we should change things up a little bit this week. You know, normally Amy and I each give a story of hope, but uh, this week, you know, Amy has a really good one. So I thought, hey, let's just focus on a single story and, and we'll see how it goes. So Amy, what hope do you have for us this week? Well, the article I found is from the Good News Network. It was uh, written by Judy Cole on the 16th of June, and it's entitled, Two Days After Her Wedding, Bride Donates Kidney to Groom's Ex-Wife. Okay. That. (laughs) I am... Super intrigued because that is a heck of a headline. (laughs) It definitely caught my attention. This story uh, talks about uh, Debbie Neal Strickland in Florida, and she was getting married. And two days after her wedding, she agreed to be a part of a kidney donation. The lucky recipient of her kidney being her brand new husband's former wife. It's true. It's true. I'm just wondering how that conversation went down. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. You know, I don't I don't know. But uh, apparently Debbie and Jim Strickland have been a couple for a decade. And uh, throughout their courtship, uh, Jim managed to maintain a cordial relationship with his ex. They had two kids together and they were, you know, Uh, raising the kids, co-parenting. And um, during that time, Debbie and I don't know if I'm going to pronounce her name right, but it it, it looks like it's Mylene. Mylene? In any way, they weren't particularly close, you know, ex-wife and Well, you wouldn't expect them to be. Right, uh, that's kind of the dynamic you would expect. Traditionally, not not the best of friends, yeah. Yeah, they, they got along well enough, kind of, you know, what you would expect because she's now a part of his life. Sure. But their relationship changed pretty drastically. Mylene, who she had suffered from kidney disease for a long time, uh, took a turn for the worst right as she found out that her daughter was pregnant with their first grandchild. Oh. And uh, her kidneys at that time were functioning at just 8% of their normal capacity. And oh my basically, gosh. that puts her, you know, her odds of survival were very minimal without a transplant. So, you know, the hunt for finding a match was on. And her brother, unfortunately, was not a viable candidate. But crazily enough, Debbie was. Debbie's heart is so huge, I kid you not, because um, she was thinking about, you know, this this coming child being born not knowing its grandmother and a daughter who would potentially be dealing with the grief of losing her mother instead of enjoying being a new mom. And that was something that she, she just didn't want to have happen. She had actually lost her brother to cystic fibrosis while he was waiting for a lung transplant. So this was something that was... She's familiar with it. Yeah, her. she was familiar with it. And she knew that time was crucial in order to save, you know, save lives. You got to be quick on this. Uh, you can't sit around and wait. And right. unfortunately, what happens to most people is they die waiting for a donor. So she, you know, moved forward with the the tests and everything that needed to have happen. And bless her heart, Debbie scheduled this incredibly 
huge life-saving surgery for just 48 hours after her wedding. She she goes on to say, you know, the wedding, it was the most amazing day of my life until two days later. That was also the most amazing day of my life. And I'm just like, ah, this woman. Wow. That's that's an awesome perspective to have. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was it was a successful procedure. The two women have bonded in this unique way now, and they refer to each other as kidney sisters. <laughs> I love it. Mylene is watching her new grandson grow up. Um, she actually lives with her daughter and son-in-law now, and they've just become this big, huge family together. And that's, I think, what really spoke to me the most about this this whole story is that one of my favorite movies is Lilo and Stitch. It's this whole idea of Ohana. Ohana is family, and family means that no one gets left behind or forgotten. Yeah, yeah. No one would have blinked twice if Debbie had just been like, no, this is my... This is my new life, my new husband. Yeah, well, I mean, no, no one would have expected her to do that. I mean, right? I mean, traditionally, yeah, as society tells us, those two roles, wife and ex-wife, don't necessarily get along very well. Oh, yeah, I just think it was um, a demonstration of just true selflessness. Oh, yeah. True generosity and kindness. And I feel like um, part of having... Empathy is being able to put yourself in another person's shoes and and identify with what they're feeling. And and she, like Tubby, truly had this empathetic heart because she had been in a similar situation with her brother. And she didn't let, I don't know, I, I call it societal expectations of the dynamic of their relationship to dictate her choices. Not even, you know, the the date of her wedding. Like most people that you have their wedding, they, you know, want time alone. They go on their honeymoon. They're doing things together, not scheduling life-saving surgeries for someone else. Yeah. And yeah she very well could have yeah. been like, this is my celebration. But no, she like put that on pause to do something incredibly generous and kind and selfless for someone else that ultimately saved their life. It speaks to her character, like how she characterizes it of being like, you know, her wedding's the best day. And then this was also the best day of her mm -hmm. life when she was able to give this kidney uh, to her husband's ex-wife. And yeah, it takes a special person to do that. You know, uh, that it's not an easy choice to make to donate an organ uh, because there's definitely dangers involved with that, right? I mean, there's risks. Yeah. Especially to someone you're not necessarily super close to. It's a lot. Uh, I, a friend of mine actually donated a kidney to her brother a few months ago. And and the procedure for the person who's donating is actually very invasive. I've heard that, yeah. It, it's it's not like it's a simple <laughs> a simple procedure. It's right. it's an intense surgery and it requires a lot of healing on their part. Obviously, the you know the recipient has other other things to be concerned with. You know uh, the body rejecting the kidney and and other complications of infection and stuff after a huge surgery like that. But it's asking a lot of the donor, and so for her to be so willing to do something like that for. Her husband's ex-wife. I don't know. I just think that's absolutely incredible. Such a, a amazing demonstration of what kindness and generosity looks like. It just inspires me to like, I don't know, really stop and think about 
am I putting restrictions or limitations on how or who I'm choosing to be kind and generous and giving to? That's a good point. Yeah. Am I doing what I can to truly embrace everyone, um, even the people who, you know, should be deemed as my quote unquote en- enemies, <laughs> you know, like, wow, like this woman's example is a true inspiration. Well, and like you mentioned, I think this is a great testament to just uh, not allowing society to dictate who you let into your life. You know, I, I think it's it's a good practice to just open your heart and just you just never know who who you're going to be able to touch or who's going to be able to come into your life and and help you in some way like that. And I think that's a it's a good reminder. It's completely our choice to be open to the people around us or to close ourselves off. Debbie definitely had every right in the world to (laughs) be a little more reserved in that relationship, but she was willing to uh, look past the societal norms and really be willing to give the gift of life, which is what an incredible sacrifice she made. And then to see how it's brought their families together. Yeah, and she ensured a grandchild would have her grandmother. Have those memories. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And through the whole process, yeah, now she has a super tight-knit, quote-unquote, sister, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kidney buddies, man. I mean, it doesn't get much closer than that. They've got uh, literal uh, battle scars <laughs> from their surgeries right? together. So, yeah, I just yeah. I, I oh, thought so this story was awesome. full of so much hope and um, just a chance for us to to kind of reexamine those places where we need to open open ourselves up to a different opportunity of giving and being kind and being generous. And what does that look like for us? And it's not always the people who, you know, are our closest, most loved and cherished friends, but there's an opportunity to reach out to someone and forge a new a new relationship, a different kind of relationship through a situation. And I'm not saying go donate your kidney to some stranger, but uh, just re- re-examine things and figure out, you know, maybe this particular person, you know, we all have that person in our lives maybe who, I don't know, they just kind of get under our skin or rub us the wrong way or they're annoying or (laughs) I don't know. They're just not our favorite person. Right. But they're still in your life, right? So it's like, how can we, how can we change that dynamic to where we maybe take the time to actually learn something about them and try to challenge ourselves to be generous and kind and giving in a different way in that relationship and see what happens. Yeah, I think for me, you know, the the idea is to just try and live your life with an open mind and an open heart and mm, see where it takes yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Good stuff. That's definitely a hope-filled story. That's great. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get out of here, as uh, Amy and I like to do, we're going to offer up a recommendation, something that we've been enjoying that we think you'll enjoy as well. So, Amy, uh, what are you recommending this week? Well, I am recommending the latest Pixar film to hit Disney Plus. I just watched it and uh, I really enjoyed it. It's Luca. I've heard great things. I have yet to watch it, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 
Uh, I think I watched it like the second day it was on Disney Plus. And nice. I, I think only because I was kind of confused. I didn't realize that it was being released as like a normal Pixar or a normal Disney Plus release. I thought it was like one of the, the premium. premier viewing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to wait. I'm going to have to wait. Yeah. For whatever reason, they like to give the Pixar stuff away for free. Lately. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, that was very interesting to me. I think this would have been a beautiful movie to see on the big screen actually from what i've seen it looks beautiful yeah the visuals are very nostalgic feeling to me um the i don't know pixar has this really cool way of bringing visuals to life and um even like the the characters the details of their faces but i think the i don't want to give away too much about the movie but the 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 elements of water and the underwater parts. And then um, because the backdrop for the movie is the Italian Riviera in, in the like 50s and 60s. That's awesome. It just has this and, and, and it's like summertime. So it's just it's an environment that just lends to uh, beauty. And the way that they depicted it is is very, I don't know, they just did a, such a a vibrant way of bringing it to life, I guess, is the the best way I can put it. <laughs> it's really funny because a friend of mine was like, they made a male version of the Little, Little Mermaid. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, no. When you watch the, you know, the trailers and commercials for Luca, you see that he is this sea monster creature. And uh, apparently... The idea of using the the metaphor of the sea monster is, you know, people who there's something different about them is kind of the metaphor there. And it's based off of old Italian myths and folklore. And the story that unfolds is one that I think everybody can relate to in a different way. When you get to the, you know, the end of the movie, uh, it's just it's just a heartwarming story. The way the movie ends, you're you're just grinning you're smiling it's the best hour and 41 minutes that you could spend watching the newest pixar film so you should definitely check it out luca on disney plus it's rated pg it's beautiful i think that you will enjoy it that's awesome dude i am looking forward to watching it because it, it looks great and like i said everyone i know is saying good things about it so that's usually a good sign I'm so glad that I clicked on it and watched it. And yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. All right. So how about you? What you got for us? Well, I also have a film that's currently on Disney+. And this is one of my all-time favorites. It just celebrated its 30th anniversary a few days ago. I'm talking about 1991's The Rocketeer. This, as a kid, was right up there with Indiana Jones for me. Just like I wanted to be Indiana Jones, I wanted to be the Rocketeer. <laughs> I thought visually it was such a cool character. I just wanted that leather bomber jacket. Never got it. <laughs> but man, that thing looked cool. And then you pair that up with the awesome uh, helmet. It was just a great look. And the ability to fly. The ability to fly. What more could you ask for, that really? kid doesn't want to fly and look cool doing it. <laughs> Come on. Right? Right? Sadly, my dreams of becoming the Rocketeer were never realized, <laughs> but I have watched this film many times throughout the years, and it still holds up. 
Uh, I absolutely love, you know, it's a period piece. It takes place in the mid 30s, mid to late 30s, sim- similar to the original Indiana Jones, actually. Mm-hmm. When you watch it, you could definitely, there's definitely very similar vibes. It also deals with the Nazis, of course. <laughs> but uh, the acting is great. Uh, you know, Billy Campbell is the, as the Rocketeer is perfect. And Timothy Dalton as the villain is just great. And Jennifer Connelly is also in it, and she's uh, very good as well. And it's directed by Joe Johnson, who also directed Captain America, the first Avenger. When you watch The Rocketeer, you, you can definitely see like how it influenced Captain America a little bit. Like there's, there's a lot of similar tone there. And of course, they take place around close to the same period. But The Rocketeer is just one of those films. I know Disney originally wanted to make a trilogy of it. Uh, unfortunately, the it did not do great at the box office. <laughs> so, uh, sadly, plans were uh, nixed for the trilogy. They really wanted it to be their Indiana Jones, uh, and that's kind of what Disney was banking on here. They they wanted it to be like their action trilogy. Uh, and you know, when you watch the Rocketeer, you you definitely get that sense that they were trying to create something larger than just one self-contained movie. It has sense, like developed a huge cult following like there's tons of fans out there i think the fact that it's on disney plus now it's only going to ignite that more people are going to discover the film and there are whispers that disney is in development of a reboot film for disney plus uh so we will see if that sees any kind of fruition Uh, I know back in 2019, they did have an animated series on Disney Junior, the Disney Junior lineup, and uh, it detailed the granddaughter of Cliff Secord, the the Rocketeer. I did not catch that. Uh, Didn't really hear a whole lot about it, so I'm not sure how good it was. Hmm. But uh, it was interesting that uh, at least they're still thinking Rocketeer. So (laughs) that gets me hopeful that we'll see a return to the Rocketeer at some point. I feel like the uh, the fans are there. It just celebrated its 30th anniversary, and you know Disney loves to uh, celebrate an anniversary, so we'll see what happens. But if you've yet to watch The Rocketeer, do yourself a favor, check it out on Disney+. Plus. And if you haven't seen it for a minute, I th- I th- it still holds up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I definitely need to rewatch it. It's been a while for me. So yeah, it's it's a fun movie, man. And like I said, uh, it doesn't get old. At least for me, like I love to return to it periodically, and so it's a fun one. So available now on Disney Plus, The Rocketeer. Check it out. All right. Well, that about does it for this episode. If you enjoyed your time with us, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at World of Hopes. And if you would like a little extra dose of hope to carry you through between episodes, come find us on Instagram. We are at AWO Hopes. We'd love to connect with you there. Maybe you could share with us some of your own stories of hope and uh, we'll hopefully spread some smiles and hope throughout your week on Instagram. Until next time, take care. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Unless you have something you want to talk about now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> How's the weather? This is, this is what old people talk about. Talk about the weather. There, there you go. Yeah. <laughs>